Welcome to Corizant Technologies, home of the Digital Executive Podcast. Welcome to the Digital Executive. Today's guest is Russell Rothstein. Russell Rothstein is the founder and CEO of IT Central Station, the leading peer review site for B2B, cybersecurity, DevOps, and IT enterprise products. The Wall Street Journal has called IT Central Station the Yelp for IT. Russell began his career at Oracle and subsequently worked at startups in the U.S. and Israel that have been acquired by SAP, CA Technologies, and Dell EMC. Russell holds a bachelor's and master's degrees from Harvard, MIT, and MIT Sloan. Well, good afternoon, Russell. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Brian, for having me. Awesome, Russell. We've been chatting off and on indirectly, I guess, kind of through those social apps, right? I appreciate the connection on LinkedIn. Let's just jump right into the questions here. You've got quite the career in technology, marketing, entrepreneurship, and now you're the founder and CEO of IT Central Station. Could you share with our audience the secret to your career growth and what inspires you? Sure. I'll first talk to you about my, what inspires me. There are really three things that inspire me that when I get up every morning, jump out of bed and First is building products that people love to use. I actually recently saw an interview with Elon Musk, and he said that CEOs should stop wasting their time on PowerPoints and meetings. It was quite a controversial statement and made the Wall Street Journal, but I agree with Elon here. What I love to do and is to build products and to build products that people love. That's what gets me out of bed in the morning and is my inspiration for building the company. The second one is building teams and a culture where people love to work together. I do love to work with people and I love to work with people who are not only find the company the best place that they've ever worked, but doing the best work that they've ever done in their career. And I find that very inspiring, watching others grow, watching others achieve, watching others learn when things don't go the way they expected and watching others celebrate when there's these great successes. And really the third thing that really inspires me is to do something that's a net positive to the world, especially today, especially today. It's so important that we have a purpose in life, that what we do, not only in personal life, but also in our professional life, is a net positive to the world. And so IT Central Station provides reviews of technology products for enterprise technology professionals. And... What it's doing and the feedback we get is from people who are making decisions about technology purchases. It's generally helping them in their buying process. And it's helping those technology companies get better job with in-depth reviews and honest reviews of their products. And so that provides me a lot of satisfaction at the end of the day, knowing that we've both helped buyers and sellers in the business world. Uh, you asked about career growth, Brian. So just a couple of thoughts there. So I guess also I have sort of three steps there. One is it's hard work, really. Uh, I I wish there were an easier path or shortcut, but nothing great has been created that didn't require hard work. So just to give you a sort of a quick story here, when I started IT Central Station, I was full-time employed at another company and spending my weekends, my evenings, my nights, my early mornings on building mock-ups for IT Central Station, working with my co-founder on it, basically essentially doing two jobs. My wife had recently had twins, so throw that in the mix. But all that hard work really has paid off, and it's very satisfying to see that uh, we've seen the success we have over the years of our growth. The second area of career growth you know, I see from my experience is just investing in relationships with people. And when you invest in relationships with people, it's not a short-term game. It's a long-term game. And a game, really, it's a play. 
I'm finding now, I mean, I'm 52 years old now, I'm finding now that there's people that I met 10 years ago. There's even people that I went to business school with. And this was, who knows how long ago, that was like over 24 years ago that are engaging with me, that are helping me with their network, that are introducing me to people that I wouldn't otherwise be able to meet. And so if you invest in relationships now, that will pay off down the line. So look at investing in relationships from a long-term perspective. And, and the third from a career perspective is you've got to be authentic. You know, you've got to know who you are. And you've got to just focus on being who you are, being the best of who you are, focusing on your strengths, being authentic. Uh, we've built a company here, which is all about authentic real reviews and authentically helping people find products that are valuable to their business. And it's all about authenticity. Russell, I appreciate that share. That's amazing. I, I just love that. And at the end of the day, when you you know have a purpose, you have a passion, and yours is around the customer experience, I think that's simply outstanding. And that does make a better world as far as my opinion goes, but I'm sure a lot of people would agree with that. So thanks again for sharing. And Russell, as you know, everybody globally has had to make major shifts to adapt to this new normal in the pandemic. Could you share with us what you're doing to help your organization stay relevant in this economy? Sure. Well, we've been fortunate. Not only have we stayed relevant, uh, we've actually had our fastest growth in 2020. We've been a, a beneficiary of the new normal. And obviously say that with a, a heap of humility and, and acknowledgement that there are plenty of people out there and, and companies and employees and family members that have not been so fortunate but going back to what we've done here at IT Central Station, if I look back to March 2020 and think about there was so much uncertainty when the pandemic started, really, we focused on a few key principles that enabled us to keep the team focused, to keep our customers engaged, and to grow the business. And first, it's a lot about communication, more communication, better communication, I started communicating with my employees in new ways that I hadn't done before, sending them WhatsApps. We, we did a, a cameo shoot, a fun cameo shoot, sent it out to the whole company. We've done a lot of, we did Slack groups. We've done a lot of things that we hadn't previously done as a company just to increase that communication. And that was, that was one thing that worked out for us very well. The second is we didn't panic. And again, going back to March, when there was a lot of uh, uncertainty, a lot of the VC-backed companies in the industry mandated that their companies lay off staff or institute pay cuts. We didn't do any of that. We had no layoffs. We had no pay cuts. Uh, we invested in our people. In fact, we invested more in our people. And that is a benefit, the fact that we're not venture-backed and we're able to take the long-term approach with our employees. And it paid off handsomely because here we are and it's been... Obviously, for everyone, it's hard to be in a pandemic for so long, but we've got engaged for employees with high morale, and we're doing better than we've ever done before. And just to give you one fun story here, we have had employees that have gone into quarantine, and what we've done is once we find out an employee has gone into quarantine, has been exposed to COVID or whatever reason is, the next day we ensured they've got a hot pizza pie delivered straight to their home. They can feed themselves, they can feed their families, and that's become viral. So now people take photos of their pizza and they, they send it out and share it with their employees and share it on social media, and it's become a thing. And so, you know, all those kind of things that show that it's all about investing in people first. And if you treat your people well, then the business will, will thrive. And so we've been 
fortunate about that. And I'll just end by saying this period has really been proven out to show that Peter Drucker, who was one of the visionaries in the field of management, he said that culture eats strategy for breakfast. And I think the companies that invested in culture are seeing the benefits of it. And strategy isn't enough to get through these kind of times. It's having really strong culture that gets you through and enables you to thrive in this kind of environment. That's awesome, Russell. I appreciate the share. You know, putting people first makes all the difference in the world. And as you know, you and I both been in several leadership positions over our career and and putting your staff first always makes a huge difference. I agree with you and and Peter Drucker on putting culture before strategy in, in a lot of cases. So thanks again. And Russell, are you leveraging any new or emerging technologies in your tech stack? Anything specific you can share with our audience? Yeah, sure. I'm actually a contrarian when it comes about new and emerging technologies. I am a techie. I have a computer science degree. I went to MIT. But I think about new and emerging technologies in a different way. The way I use technologies personally in my own personal tech stack. So my first rule is do not use default mode in the setting. So many technologies out there are not optimized for my own use, my own productivity. The settings of the tools and the apps are there to increase engagement, increase virality, increase whatever it is that's often the agenda of the tool maker or the app maker. And I turn a lot of those off or I I change the default settings. I turn off notifications for many of the apps and tools that I use because that way I get all the value of using those tools without the distractions. And so I encourage anyone who's adopting new and emerging technologies, really take the time to change those default settings, use filters, filter out whatever it is, whether it's your emails or whatever else that the tool enables you to do and turn off notifications. That's worked for me and it's enabled me to do deep work. I'm a real believer in deep work and it's become just so much harder in the last few years with so many distractions, so many technology and business distractions. So by optimizing those tools, we're able to get learning time, deep work, and new ways to, to focus and not be distracted. I appreciate that perspective. I typically don't hear that, so that's refreshing, and I'm sure our audience would appreciate that. So thanks again, Russell. And Russell, this is the big question everybody wants to know about Russell Rothstein. Can you share something from your career experience that would be helpful for those looking to grow their career in either technology or entrepreneurship? Sure. When I was young, I I also wanted to grow my career in technology and and entrepreneurship. And the principles that have really guided me throughout my career are really about finding a way to get a customer, serving that customer, and keeping your customer happy. It's all about the customer. It's all about the product. And it's very easy to be distracted by what you read on social media about Oh, the goal is to raise venture capital. The goal is to get this certain type of coverage in TechCrunch. The goal is to whatever the vanity metric is to talk about number of users. And if you're really focused on getting a customer, meaning a paying customer, and then two customers, and then 10 customers, and 100 customers, and 1,000 customers, and serving those customers, meaning they don't just churn, but that they actually come back and they renew, and they love your product, and they talk about your product with all their their colleagues and friends, coworkers. That's what's worked well for me. And you know what? I didn't learn about this in business school. And that's that's the funny thing here is I went to business school. I went to one of the top rated business schools in the nation. And I learned all about the theory of marketing and strategy and finance. 
and all the typical academic courses you learn in business school. But then when I got out of business school, this is back in 1996, I joined my first startup. I joined my first startup. We were in Cambridge, Massachusetts. This was the Web 1.0 days. And I worked for a joint company where the founder, his name was Al- Alper. Alper was a Turkish immigrant who was a success story, as there are many in the tech industry in the U.S. He had founded his own company, had a technical background, and I found that I learned much more working for out there than I did in my two years of business school. I learned about how to get customers. I learned how to serve customers and keep those customers happy. And what I'd like to leave with is for people who are looking to grow their career in technology and entrepreneurship, the best thing you can do is to find a great boss, find a great manager. You can learn so much from someone who not only has learned things, but also is there to teach things and wants to teach things to you. That's worked well for me. Um, I hope and aspire that I can pay that forward and I can impart some of that knowledge and experience to my team. And that's my advice for people who are looking to grow their career in technology or leadership. Awesome, Russell. I appreciate that. I think that's really inspiring for those that are young that are maybe coming out of school, starting out their career and, you know, finding someone that can kind of show them the ropes. And I I really do appreciate that. And I know that our audience will as well. So thanks again, Russell. And Russell, it was a pleasure having you on today. And I look forward to speaking with you real soon. Thank you so much, Brian. Bye for now. (laughs) 